Welcome to Undone Podcast. Whatever brings you here, I'm glad that you're here and I hope that you stay. I'd like to kick off this first episode with an undo. So allow me to do so. Undoing can be a lot of work. (laughs) Let me start with that. It is recognizing that you need to undo and finding strategies to undo. So, my undoing started, well, let's start with how I even got to a point that I needed to undo. I remember when I was young, I was skipped a grade. I skipped the fourth grade, so I went from the third grade to the fifth grade, accidentally, might I add. I lived in two different countries, and they had two different grading systems, and, you know, between living in America and then living in Africa and British school system is just different and I remember my first day in fifth grade in a math class I remember not understanding what the class was reviewing I simply just did not see that kind of math some things I kind of understood but there were a lot of parts that I just didn't get because I just never learned them. I was really worried and I went to my teacher after class and I told her that I never learned any of the math problems that she put on the board. And she assured me that she would talk to the principal and see what happened. But long story short, I remained in that class for the remainder of the year. And at that moment, I remember throughout that whole year starting to feel feelings of unsureness about myself and my capabilities. Instead of giving myself grace and understanding that it's not your fault, you really don't know. I fought to survive that year. It was surviving day by day. Let me just get through this day. Let me just get through this week. Let me get through this month, through this test, this homework, and I'll be okay. And I continued having self-doubt. I carried that through out my entire school experience. In high school is when I learned how to skate through school. You know, when you just do the bare minimum, just enough, add what you know, sprinkle what you think might work and get a decent grade. Yep, that was my high school experience. I skated in math and really in any class that was entirely too complicated or difficult for me. So whenever a concept was presented that was difficult to understand, I would use those methods, sprinkle a little bit of what I think might work and utilize what I do know and hope for the best and that is when I became okay with mediocrity I became okay with not being the best I became okay with not fully applying myself and you might wonder well what kind of environment did I live in did I not have any parents or 
was I, you know, just left abandoned? You know, no one cared about my school experience and my education. Quite frankly, the environment that I lived in was not conducive to me really being the best that I could be. I did grow up with both parents, yes, but I had a mother who did not go past the seventh grade and she had her own insecurities about school and education, which I later found out as I got older. So she really wasn't the type of mother that would spend any energy in wanting to know how I learned, what I learned, and how she could help. Now, on the contrary, I had a father who actually loved school, so much so that he had a PhD. But I don't think that he truly knew that I struggled. I never really expressed that. He would use my grades as a measure of how I was doing. So I only remember one time where he was disappointed because I had a D. I can't remember what class that was, but I came home with the report card and I received a D. And he was upset about it, but never once asked why. Why did you get that D? Um, I would think that he assumed I just didn't try, which is partially true. I didn't try. <laughs> so he he wouldn't be wrong in that sense. So I grew up in an environment where there was no rules. Come home. I had rules. Let me correct that. I had rules, but when it comes to schoolwork, there were no rules. There were there was no structure as far as come home, do your schoolwork first and then go out and play or do whatever. As long as I got it done somehow some way. It it really never included any parental guidance and I go to college now I'm free from showing report cards I'm on my own but I've carried this these behaviors all throughout from elementary school all the way into college and so now I don't have to go to class I don't and I still don't really have to try just sprinkle a little bit of what I think will work and use what I know but that didn't fly in college you actually have to try and I found myself my very first year I was put on academic probation because my GPA was so low at 1.7 or 1.8 to be exact didn't even know what academic probation was I had to ask what is this and I got myself out of that probation without my parents ever knowing but I still skated. I still did the bare minimum, just enough to where my GPA was good, but it could be better. It was okay. I remember junior year. Now junior year for most college kids who are on path on the right track is their third year. That was my fourth year where my friends are graduating. My peers are doing their last classes their capstones and here I am still doing junior classes perhaps somewhere I believe sophomore classes I decided junior year that I was tired I was so tired of being that way I wanted 
different for myself. I was tired of being so doubtful, being so fearful, being so mediocre, being so just complacent. And then I thought to myself, what do I have to lose? Because that was my lowest point. So what do I have to lose if I actually tried? And that was the moment. That was the moment I became aware that I needed to undo. And I started slowly by just reconditioning myself. The biggest change was learning to trust myself. Trust that I have my own back. Trust that I can do it. I just have to try. I just have to try. So I would have positive self-talk. You know, if I didn't believe in myself, who would? Right? Then I said to myself, well, if I don't succeed, who's going to succeed for me? And that might seem a bit lonesome. But at that time in my life, that is all I had was myself. I stopped waiting for someone to come save me, to come tell me that I'm smart, to come help me gain confidence and assure me. I learned that I needed to do that for myself because I really didn't think I had someone that would come save me. So I started saving myself. Every time I had a doubt, That was a chance to save myself. Replace it with a positive talk. Every time I felt fear, I'd save myself by focusing on what I can control. Every time I felt incapable, I'd save myself by simply trying. And every time that I failed, because it did happen, failure is part of life, I once again saved myself by simply not giving up and that's how I became undone undone in the sense that it is a reminder to myself and to you that I'm simply not done but I can assure you that I am far better today than I was those years ago